0: Love and Light What is Happening Everybody My name is Brother Akeen and this is my podcast Akeen's Open Talk Now here on this platform I discuss a wide range of topics anything from politics to entertainment love or relationship issues current events and even music Any and everything is fair game Now on this episode I thought I'd line things up just a bit. Now, I know lately I've been discussing some pretty serious subjects. You know, some things that have gotten my blood pressure all up and got me all triggered. Which is an expression folks are using today. But now I want to talk about something a little lighter. I want to talk about dating and prepping yourself for some serious love. You know, now at the second thoughts, uh, maybe this is another one of those triggering subjects. (laughs) No, no, let me stop. Being in love and dating can be a non triggering thing, right? I mean, it's supposed to be, I would think. But I expect to get so deep down and dirty with these love subject matters today that I asked a guest to sit in with me and share some insight. I asked a beautiful and single friend of mine to help me understand things from a woman's perspective. And I know that may take me a while to get, <laughs> but that's why she's here. You know, things like standards, compatibility, uh, what you're looking for in a mate, turnoffs. Let's see, mon- monogamy issues. Yeah, yeah, that. The power of love and the universe. I mean, all of that. We're going to get down and dirty with all of that. So I'm anxiously looking forward to this one. So again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you do enjoy this podcast. Now, let's talk openly about love. (laughs) Okay. Now, this time, I plan to do some serious information gathering for myself. I have a special guest with me on this episode to discuss different topics of love.
1: Oh, love.
0: <laughs> of love. Not just love, love. Yeah. Now, she is the co-host of the podcast, B-Sides and Deep Dives, a podcast that I myself listen to religiously. Her name is Lisa. And thank you so much for sitting in with me on this episode, Lisa.
1: Well, thank you. thank you for inviting me to the open talk, Brother Akeem. It's I really,
0: really it.
1: it's my pleasure to be here. I'm excited. I did want to tell your audience a little bit about the podcast that my cousin and I have, which is called B-Sides and Deep Dives. It's a music podcast, so we kind of keep the content and the conversation on. Um, Soul music for the most part, but music in general, it um, harkens back to the vinyl days when the radio hits were on the front side, but the good, good, good music was on the B side. That's where you usually found that hidden track. And, you know, the concept of deep dives goes back to when we were younger, we'd be at our uncle's houses and they used to call them music rooms back then. You know, the room would just be lined mm-hmm. yeah lined with records on top of records on top of records and you know you could just spend hours in there looking for just that 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 track that sound that song and nowadays all you got to do is pull it up on your on your device and you can deep dive all day long
0: we argue about this all the time those are not considered b-sides okay that's that's internet magic and that's not the same thing
1: yeah but the internet has put things um (laughs) At everybody's fingertips, so much easier. And you're right. There's some. There's something about the search. And in fact, I was <laughs> listening to one of your podcasts, the one on the chase. You know, there was something about a musical chase growing up where you were like, "I bet you ain't heard this though." And yeah, that's that's, right. that's what my cousin and I do on our podcast. We pretty much try to one one up each other on you know that hidden track that we think you forgot about.
0: See, and that's the thing. We had to risk it. Well, at least. I had to risk to find the B-side because I had to sneak and get the records from my mom. You know, my mother was the one that got all the, you know, the Prince records, especially in the early days. And I had to kind of sneak to get those b sides. They was dirty, you know? Yeah,
1: you had to sneak. You you had (laughs) to sneak to find the Prince. For us, it was also Richard Pryor. Yeah. Um, there was a dolomite Dolomite. yeah you know (laughs) you knew you there's nothing like sneaking because remember vinyl was so big it's not like you could stick it under your shirt you know what i mean it was huge and even going record shopping going to the record store you couldn't just like now the kids just you know pull up a, a app on their phones but when you went to tower records or when you went to uh, whatever the record store was, and you know back when local record stores were up, and your your friends would work there, and they'd be like, "Hey, that new Diana Ross is coming out, you know they'd put one to to the side for you, you know, um
0: they'll never know the magic they of that.
1: won't they won't oh, they no. and their music drops so fast now you can't even keep up i i I've, I've lost track. Of whose mixtape dropped when they not they call them mixtapes and they ain't even tapes these kids don't even know what tapes are <laughs> they don't
0: know what a tape is right we're, yeah we're tape, you know? yeah so, and they don't know the sound of that crackle of the record you know you put the record yeah. on and hear that vinyl just crackling they don't know nothing
1: yeah about it. they but you know the beauty of the modern era is that now you don't have to keep running back to the record player you know tomorrow morning I'll put on Teddy Pendergrass on Spotify, and I'll listen to, I'll listen to Teddy all day. I won't have to run to the record player to turn it over, or it won't skip, or my favorite song, I can listen to it 17 times if I want to, um, while I'm cleaning up.
0: But see, people like you miss the whole point. When you put an album on, you have to listen to the album from start to finish. Like, you can't just skip like on a CD player or, well, I don't know if y'all do CD players anymore, yeah. but if you're on the phone or whatever, you can't just hit skip. You got to play it all the way through. Kids are not doing that. They can skip around to find right. the favorite good song and that's it. And that's, that's not fun. You got to yeah. listen to the whole album.
1: I agree that, you know, they used to, I, I think it's funny too, when you hear modern artists call something the record or the project, I agree that back then an album was a project it was you know complete from beginning to end I right. I admire that one day you are going to do a podcast about Prince for me it would be like Stevie Wonder or um, Shaka Khan that would be hard for me because yeah you put it on and you listen to it from beginning to end but mm-hmm. certain songs stuck with you you know what I mean and then
0: Ooh absolutely but
1: we only had three or four radio stations back then and you know only one urban station you live you know in the south where i i imagine you guys have more urban radio Ooh. than we did you know we had like two Ooh. two stations in la and then out where i live the college station played you know played the music we wanted to hear but yeah i heard my music at my uncle's houses or even here at home you know with my parents but uncle robert and uncle homer had the big the, the big music rooms you go i I miss those yeah i do too i do they are um they're gone like those big old um cabinet style component sets that everybody had the, the hi fi <laughs> that was also the liquor cabinet and the bar and you know your daddy might have hit his pistol in there like everything was in yeah. there
0: <laughs> they don't know nothing about that
1: stuff
0: it's dead and gone them days yes yes
1: with the two tvs stacked on the side i miss those no, days
0: come on. Now, where can we listen to your podcast?
1: So we, um, B-Sides and Deep Dives is the name of our podcast. We're here on Anchor, like you are, and we're also on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts. But we also have a playlist that accompanies every um, podcast that we do, and that's on Spotify. So we pretty much want to encourage people to find us on Spotify. And, you know, lots of people are listening. This is the year, you know, we've had to spend more time in our homes these days. And this is the year to launch that podcast. Mm-hmm. And so even like you're doing, like you've got a little time on your hands, you've got a lot on your mind. This is the time to get your podcast out there. But the second thing you have to do for everybody who's listening is you have to promote it and you've got to get your friends and family to listen, because that's how we become easier to find. Like I can find you on Facebook. And I know I can find your podcast because we're both on Anchor and on Spotify. But people have to like and subscribe to our products, not because it's going to make us millionaires, but because it's going to make our content easier to find. So we also have a Facebook page, um, B-Sides and Deep Dives. We do Blues Day Tuesday where we talk about the blues. Throwback Thursday where we dig up old album covers. You know those album covers you used to have to sneak and see. I absolutely I mean. <laughs> <laughs> funk, funky Friday is dedicated to the funk, you know, and so we try to just um celebrate our musical legends, you know, birthday's coming and go, Gladys Knight just had a birthday here recently, you know we lost little Richard um recently, so we really try to celebrate our icons and the music we grew up on.
0: well, I most definitely listen to your podcast, I love it i love the fact that you talk about different things behind the scenes yeah. things about these uh recordings and all and that's the, that's the stuff that i treasure but i like yeah. to learn different things i didn't know
1: yeah and so, a lot I of think- time it's stuff we knew we just forgot you know we grew up in an mm-hmm. era where our favorite celebrities didn't have all this we didn't have all this access to their private lives and we don't have access to these people's private lives now it's all staged and orchestrated but back then right um you know and I Rick James and Tina Marie for example we knew but we didn't know you know what i mean like right right we thought <laughs> but you know unless you really had access to the behind the scenes it was a and i remember tiger beat i remember prince being on the cover of all those um those magazines but we didn't hear his voice until purple rain
0: yeah, yeah. And I'm going to kind of touch on that a little bit. Okay. Um, I was supposed to do the podcast about uh, Prince um, back on his uh, the anniversary of his death, but some things came up and I couldn't get it done. However, his birthday is around the corner, yes, so I'm going to go ahead on and tackle that whole thing. So, you know, so we could talk about music all night, Lisa. You already know how we do. Yes. So, you know, that, you know, I don't want to bore everybody with that because that's what we do so but we're gonna
1: music music ain't huh? what you want to talk to me about brother i can't well,
0: <laughs> see the thing is i recognize your beauty in different ways you have a beautiful mind when it comes to music but now i got some things i need to learn about women and i trust your judgment on that as well uh-huh. coming from a beautiful woman you would know the answer oh, so yeah, i
1: got all the answers sway.
0: look i got a whole book <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the pages. Oh, I,
1: thought that was your, I, I thought that was your popcorn. <laughs> I thought you was getting ready.
0: <laughs> this book is so thick. It's like I can sit on top of it and it's like I'm standing up. That's how thick the book is of questions I have oh,
1: wow. to ask
0: you about women and relationships. Wow. Because I just don't get it.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> so let's see. We're going to start with some simple stuff. First okay. Off, All right. Um,
1: let's keep it simple.
0: Thought it'd be fun to start off with asking you a simple question about women and their preferences. Well, let's skip the preferences. Yeah. Let's go straight to uh, the simple thing about setting reasonable goals when it comes to men. You know, I always hear women a lot. They'll have these, I don't know if you want to call them requirements, prerequisites, These, this, this long list of things they expect to get from a man what the man should look like, how he should behave, what really he should believe in, all type of things. So what you're discussing, so, what you're
1: talking about, what you're referring to, Akeen, is expectations. And yeah, that. <laughs> expectations, you know, that, that, that's a universal concept. Like I would like to believe that when we go apply for a job, the employer has a set of expectations for the employee and the employee has a set of expectations for the employer. I would think when I was house shopping, that I would have a set of expectations for what I'm looking for. So criteria and <laughs> mm, really? I, 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 yes, really. And the reason this is so funny to me is because you <laughs> know that I am one of few women. A lot of us are single. First of all, in this demographic, I'm on the other side of 45 well over the other side of 45 and wow. life has um, taught me, in the romance category, the same thing has taught me in the rest of my life. And that is you don't get what you don't ask for. And if any of us are honest, regardless of our gender, and we look back at our dating past, we realize that um, we always know we don't want. I don't want to have a whole bunch of kids. I don't want to, you know, but (laughs) what I really started to focus on in this season in my life is what I do want. And I'm decided to come up with a very specific set of criteria that i based on all the trial and error that i've experienced as a well-seasoned woman Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um yeah so i think that it's okay for anybody man woman or child you know regardless of your gender or your orientation or your preference i think it's very irresponsible to enter affairs of the heart carelessly and without a plan or an objective or to use the word you broke down here goals so if the goal is for a long-term commitment you know that's the goal Mm -hmm. but what makes a commitment successful is is in the details it's in the expectations because we all want you know the fairy tale and anybody who says they doesn't is not being honest with themselves so the goal is the fairy tale but you know,
0: mm-hmm. we gotta see. There we go. There so we go. you don't want
1: the fairy tale of king.
0: <laughs> well, see, let me let me explain it to while you I, from a man's perspective. I si- while
1: perspective.
0: I sip my tea, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sip your tea. Because see, we we've come to realize there's this thing called reality. Okay, there's this thing that you know requires you to use logic, and logic tells you that you could have this long laundry list of things you expect. But in reality, you're probably not going to get all those things met. So what do you do? Do you throw away the whole relationship you know, possibility or the whole woman because she may not have every single thing on the list? Or you just say, okay, the main core things that are important to me, she could meet those things. I could... Kind of do without the fact that I don't know. Maybe you know, not to get too graphic, but maybe the butt's not big enough, or you know, maybe you know the the hair is not long enough, or whatever. (laughs) you know, hey, hey, I mean, hey, I'm a Southern man. I mean, we start there and work our way out. (laughs) So so, hey, that could that could be the deal breaker right there in a lot of cases. In my case, not so much. You know, I've been around a bit. I've on the north side of 45 myself. So I've seen uh, different types or whatever. And I've come to understand that, hey, they're not always going to have the, the you know, the perfect woman is not going to be available as far as the list. I'm not saying that she can't be perfect to me, but if I had this list of all these things she has to have, there's a good chance they're not all going to be on the list. So the original real question I have for you is if they're missing if that guy is missing one or two things off of your list, right? Or are you just going to throw the man away? <laughs> or are you going to work with them at least with the main core things that you're looking for? Is he, If he has all those things, can you work with the things he don't have?
1: So <laughs> you know that, you know, that I have a, a what I like to call a list. It's just basically a criteria. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you that I didn't arrive at this criteria like willy-nilly or, you know, impulsively. I really had to do some soul searching and look back and make some evaluations based on what I wanted, what I felt I deserved and what, you know, my worth was. And I, you have to assess the market. No lie. You can't, you know, I can't want something that's not out there but the things that I want at this age aren't mostly like (laughs) six out of the seven aren't things that I can see, but I am bold enough now to put on my list of requirements, everything I think I deserve and everything I think I'm worth. And I'm willing to risk being alone until those boxes are checked. I, um, I know that there's, um you know, we get to this point in life where we're driven by, um, which brings me back to the booty conversation, you know, and as we evolve, as we grow up, physical things like that come and go, because, you know, it's a lot of flat booty chicks out there and they they doing all right, because, and because there's a point inside you as a person where you realize that's, that's not a deal breaker for real and for true. Um, especially if it's connected That's especially cool. if it's connected to a person who's like shallow on the inside so I really am cool. um, it's less physical sexual to me and more soul spirit you know I do think that what we're seeking is seeking us um, and we only get what we ask for a lot of people don't feel and this isn't just women a lot of men too and, and you kind of allude to it don't feel like they deserve the total package so they're willing to um, for the sake of having a package, (laughs) let some, let Mm -hmm. some things go. And because they're like, Oh, we can work on it. Oh, we can build it. I don't want to throw the whole relationship away because the woman's not perfect. You're not at relationship yet for you to even say, I want to throw the relationship away. And that person hasn't, you know, played out. You haven't gotten to know them, a relationship. That's a a gamble, you know, from the get go. Um, it's a gamble. worth taking love is a, a risk worth taking, but I do think that, um, I'm I'm a strong law of attraction person. I really do believe that what we put out in the universe can come to us in the way that we re- were ready to receive it. And a lot of times when you're not getting what you want is because you haven't done your own personal, you know, soul searching and reflecting and making sure that you're the person that somebody else wants. So understand that when I discuss that, I have some things that matter to me. I'm cognizant that whoever should come and darken my doorstep has a criteria that I should be meeting. And I wouldn't expect anything less, you have to be willing to take what it is you're given to the universe. Um, and emotional connection is a strong thing. Um, but it's a to me, that's a given. The other little things that might even be considered nitpicky to people <laughs> who are dear and near to my heart, are just personal preferences that I think that I deserve to request. Um, And I'll tell you the origin of this is I don't know if you're familiar with um, Sierra. She's married to Russell Wilson. He plays for the Seattle Supersonics. No, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. My bad. Wrong wrong team, right city.
0: Supersonics, they haven't been around for years. I know.
1: (laughs) Daggone. Kemp used to get on my nerves. Sean Kemp used to get on my nerves. But she talks about how, you know, at the end of her relationship with um, Future, the rapper, she, like she had to sit down and just lay out this list before God because she identifies as a Christian. You know, he has to be this, he has to be that, he has to. And she said, and that was just what I wasn't going to settle for it. And, you know, she ends up with Russell. So my friends and I call that the Sierra prayer. We're like, what is Sierra pray exactly? But even when you listen to <laughs> other... Um,
0: there y'all go with when that. When you
1: listen to other, yeah, because they, everybody wants a cheat code, Akeen I'm not gonna lie to you. Everybody wants a cheat code, but it,
0: you know I'm, a, you know I'm gonna expose you, right I'm gonna let no, you finish, but I'm, I'm gonna expose know. you. You can't. wait know. I know there's
1: the reason. <laughs> I'm just waiting
0: patiently. The reason
1: I'm here and the reason you're so quiet is so that you can lower the boom. But I'm built for it. I'm built for it, and I'm strong in my resolve. So. <laughs> i am willing to tell you when we get to the topic of settling which is what i know you're headed to is you Absolutely. know um settling is what are you willing to exchange in order to get a part of what you want and i no longer want a part of what i want i want it all so i'm not willing to make an exchange
0: oh uh, there we go well at least you admit because oh. a lot of people won't a lot of women won't admit it. Men
1: don't okay. either you're gonna stop saying this is a woman thing okay okay all right, all
0: right we're gonna get to men we're gonna get to men but i I got to call you out on a at least one thing for sure, okay, let's go back. We're gonna break this okay. down all right. You hit on the whole emotional connection, spiritual connection, all those things mm-hmm. right Those things are a plus mm-hmm. right when it comes to men right That's something that you seek on your list. I would assume I don't mm-hmm. know I haven't seen no. your list, and I'm not even going to ask you <laughs> to the name with on <laughs> it but i'm but I'm going to assume that's a, it's a good chance that's on there, right? You want somebody that you have that emotional connection to, right?
1: I'm going to tell you what you don't want to hear. And that is no, that's not on my list. Cause that's a, oh, that's a given emotional connection is like breathe. It's okay, like, so it's, a yeah, given. it's like breathing. Like it doesn't okay. belong on my list because it, it, it must be there for the other stuff to happen.
0: My list. So technically it's not on the list, but it is something that you would it's, want.
1: It's right? oxygen. Yes. It's, it's a requirement. Okay. It's an unwritten rule. OK, my okay. list.
0: But I'm still going to stay the course. This
1: yeah, was designed really to refine um, who I end up with, because I know based on my. How um, do I don't say the socialization that emotional connections are something I'm able to create really with limited. Effort. I, I'm really blessed in that way. I know it sound how it may sound, but I can establish a connection. It's what I do. It's who I am. It's it's that whole part of the empathetic part of me where I'm able to make a connection. So if if that was a uh, on my list, I have emotional connection with with most people I meet.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's put that to okay. the side.
1: Okay. What else you got?
0: Okay. Okay. However, I'm still going to expose you because whatever's on that list that that man can provide. Hey, I'm just, I'm going to let you have it because I think many women think like you and they're going to agree with me. Well, they're going to agree with you on your stance, but they're also going to understand where I'm coming from when I expose you with this (laughs) next thing I'm going to say. Okay. Whatever's on your list, which I don't know your list. (laughs) You don't. Let's say that man, (laughs) let's say that man entails all of those Mm -hmm, things, mm -hmm. right? Let's say you have a list of 10 things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So far, the first nine, he's all of those Mm -hmm. things, right? However, he's under six feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) He's under six feet tall. And I've heard so many times from so many women, if he's not X amount of height tall, it ain't going to (laughs) work, And I said, you're going to throw away a whole good man. He does everything for you. He caters to you. He doesn't cheat. He works hard. He gives you his money when he gets off from work. He washes your feet, (laughs) kisses your neck. He he changes the television channel for you when you ask. He does everything for you. But he's five foot six. (laughs) And she's going to throw that man away. Am I lying? You're not.
1: You're not lying and and I'll tell you why. (laughs) I think first of all, I'm a half, and a half. So I'm like six, two and heels. That's number one. Okay. Number, number wow. two, um, height mm. is an issue for me personally that I'm no longer willing to compromise on because it's part mm-hmm. of the whole entire package. My list ain't 10 long. That's a B mo- most right. of the things okay. on right. there aren't height required, but when you sit and you make your, um, you make your request to the universe for anything, you've got to be as specific as you can. If I just ask the universe or God or however you want to recognize the process for a good man, you would get a good little 5'2 man. And so, and if height didn't matter to you, you'd be happy. But if height did, you, you, hey, if, if, wait, if height man, did, man. if height did matter, if you were like, God, I just keep asking you to send me a good man, and God's like, I,
0: in, universe, uh, in the universe, the universe keeps sending you a five, five, yes, man, five So four. One of my
1: favorite, one of my favorite, I can tell we've been really talking for, a, I, this is going to be a long one. So if y'all need to hit pause real fast and go re-up on your <laughs> beverage of choice, now's a good time. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite anecdotes is the, the guy who's um, who was in the flood. And he was a he was a praying man. So he's like, the Lord is going to deliver me. The Lord is going to deliver me. And the water rose up to the roof of his house. And somebody comes by in a boat, and they're like, you want to come, um, come go go with us? And he's like, no, the Lord is going to deliver me. So the boat goes away, and then a a helicopter flies by, and they're like, dude, do you want to, you know, you want to get on the helicopter? He's like, no, the Lord is going to deliver me, and he drowns, and he gets to heaven. And He's like, God, I thought you were gonna deliver me. And God's like, I sent you a helicopter and a boat. Like, what did you want?
0: Yeah. So I sent you a five foot right. four man. What I, do you want?
1: I want a six three man. So, because of that, <laughs> you're gonna no, drown. i not gonna drown. <laughs> I have made it clear let him be six three or taller, and we cool. Don't send no five eleven dudes to my door. See,
0: there we hey, go. Hey,
1: 99 and a half See, won't do. I want a hundred percent.
0: Okay, look. You you know how Google works, right?
1: I do. Get
0: on Google, mm-hmm. get on Google and find the percentage of men in this country that are six foot three and taller. And see just how small that number oh. is. And that's how many men you have to work.
1: Well, but see, you're making it a math equation. And I'm cognizant of that. And Ooh,
0: it's yeah, logic. And you
1: say it's logic. logic. But that's how you talk yourself out of your <laughs> dreams. You know what I mean? That's how people, that's the difference in good people and great people. Great people never talk themselves out of their dreams. And they never look at a obstacle as as one that can't be overcome and as petty as and I know I love that we're having the hype conversation mm-hmm. because this is um for any of the other single people out there who may be like for example on online dating sites right now I put 6-3 in my search engine so I know how few 6-3 black men are there are out there mm-hmm. who date black women I'm sorry this who works. date black women so just like
0: Oh, well, that's a whole other subject. We're not
1: going to go there now. (laughs) But I said all that to say this. If if those brothers want a blue-eyed Barbie, no matter what I have going on for me, I'm not the blue-eyed Barbie they seek. And a man can say that cut and dry point blank period and keep it moving. And I believe that it's my right and responsibility to do the same.
0: See, let me let me let me do this real quick. I'm a I'm a represent for my height challenge but you're brothers not even here short, because, I, but that's not the point. See, I, look this this is the point. See, I'm short to me because women like you want six three are taller, and I'm not six three. I'm not I'm not I'm not close <laughs> to six <laughs> three.
1: Tell him why you mad. And man. the
0: thing is, <laughs> I'm, I'm mad because women have to realize, like when it comes to, for example. Men stereotypically might complain about mm-hmm. weight. Well, you can do something about weight. You can adjust that. But height ain't nothing we can do. We, we're going to be what we are. We can't control it. We can't choose it. It is what it is. So what are we supposed to do? You're going to throw away a whole good man <laughs> because you're two or three inches shorter than what you want. You're going to wind up like that man in the, that drowned in the <laughs> but, but God will right?
1: not be able to tell me that he sent me a 6'3 man. That I turned
0: away. See, this is which okay. Once again, I got to use logic. See, God's trying to tell you, if, if you want to take that wrong, right? He's trying to make you understand that it's deeper than height. I sent you a good man in the end of the, the at the end of the day, which mm-hmm. I hate to continue to use. I know, that I know, but
1: it's, it fits, <laughs> it's it all... right here. You have my permission.
0: Let's try when it's all said okay. and done. When it's all said and done, right? He sent you what you wanted, but cosmetically, because the guy is a few inches shorter, you're going to miss out on a good thing. Waiting for the 6'3 guy, who is probably either A, an, an athlete who's cheating, <laughs> you know, he's married already, he's got some girlfriends, or you're going you're gonna to find a guy that has the problem of, well, if you consider it a problem, girl after woman after woman after girl, that's coming after him. If you want that guy, hey, be my guest. But that's the thing. You're not thinking about the negative side of that whole thing. When the man is good to you, you grab him. Five foot ten, five foot nine, whatever. You grab him because I admit as a man, it could be a rare find, you know, to be honest with you. You know, and I and I get it. When I, you know, women would tell me about the whole height thing, they want to feel secure. So they figure, they got a guy that they're looking down on. They don't feel that secure. No matter how big and strong he may be, because he's not tall and they have to look down. They look at that as an insecure type feeling with the guy. I guess that's what that stems from. But look at the man. The, look at the qualities of the man. See all that stuff you said earlier? The you know, the qualities and all that. What about that? You're just throwing it away over some cosmetics. Well. If it was a man, if it was a man saying, "Well, she's good, she's nice, I great woman, she's treats me like a king." However, she got a little weight on her, so I'm just gonna let her go. Y'all would be all over us about that. First of all, that
1: that happens on a regular basis, especially especially, and y'all are all over us on a regular basis. Especially (laughs) where I live in Southern California right now, so the beauty standard um, and physical fitness is a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother level. And I did live in the South for a considerable amount of time, so. I had a different kind of... uh, When I moved back to California from the South, I had my Southern body. I'm going to just say it like that.
0: (laughs) See, now we talk.
1: But I also also understand... Let me stop. I also understand that, you know, there's an expectation and there's a requirement. And some people like... I mean, people like what they like. I feel like, especially... As as black folks in the single scene at this age, there's this pressure on women to just bite down and take whatever falls out the sky and be happy. You found a good man, girl. Go ahead and dust that man off. You got a good one. And See,
0: oh, that that, that
1: is settle kidding. mentality. That is saying that is not saying, Shut your mouth up. No. Shut your mouth up and and take no. this half a man and go somewhere.
0: <laughs> no, but it's not half a man. Well, if you're considering his height, it's half. It's not half a man because he has everything that you want in a man. Except two, three inches <laughs> of height. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so minor. It sounds so quote, unquote, Yeah, it does. It,
1: it, it sounds petty. petty. And you sound like a hater assuming all six, three men, all well, six, three well, men are well, cheap well. athletes with multiple wives and girls well, and, yes, and I babies am. Yes. and all that. I'm a hater. And I do... Yes, I do I get it. Like it, mm-hmm. and especially like in at this time in my single life. There's the the websites are full of 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 fine five nines, but I'm just I'm I am mm-hmm. willing to wait for what I want. I have I've lived this See? life long enough, Akeen, and I've I've looked some things off that I shouldn't have looked off. Um and I'm just not gonna do it again. I'd rather be alone than um than uh
0: Wow. Are you so? I, I would be so curious to know how other women I think too. about that. Are they
1: going to I need you ladies to go straight to his Facebook page after you listen to this. Even if I'm wrong, even because if you don't <laughs> agree, please go to his Facebook page and light it up because I would you, like to. I would like to see the responses as well, because
0: you know what you sound like, right? <laughs> no, you know you you're going like to tell right? me. You sound like a man. <laughs> I am. I'm, Because that's what we do. We do petty stuff like that. We're superficial like
1: that. And it would seem superficial, but here's the thing, especially about Black women and single Black women of a certain age. Our whole lives, Mm -hmm. people tell us, um, you know, you can't have it all. Just take a little bit and be happy. And we are successful, Black women especially, more than any other woman that's walking in this Western world particularly. We are are good at making a dollar out of 15 cents. And, and at this point in my life, I am willing to wait. See, this is where, where working with the law of attraction comes in. Part of it is understanding that there is a timetable that, that I don't have access to. And so when you talk about being logical and, and working within reality, you're working within the time constraints of the things you can see, taste, touch, and feel. I am willing to wait. And I understand that it may not happen as quickly as I would like it to, but nothing good Happens quickly, Akeen. and I, you know, that's a Bob Marley quote. If she's if she's good, it won't be easy, and if she's easy, she won't be good. I mean, I I absolutely believe Bob. that um I can wait it out, and the,
0: Bob would tell no, you're no, you you're wrong. You know that because
1: right? you think I'm looking with my <laughs> eyes, and that's where the height thing comes from. And you think it's you know, I mean, there have been, and especially in the time that we've known each other, I've dated a couple six three dudes that didn't have the rest of the package. And that comes in the conversation. But you're not even coming to the table. These dudes, I'm not allowing nobody to come sit at my table that doesn't meet some of the criteria. Because the other things don't manifest and don't reveal themselves until you get to know a person.
0: So stubbornness <laughs> is another quality of blackness. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> right hear. Very stubborn. You, know, you just won't get it. Well, you don't you know want to get it. A
1: lot of successful people, a lot of successful people are stubborn. People who have, have have are at the wow. top of their game, the, the the consistent complaint about them is that they're stubborn.
0: Now, see, this is the sad part, guys. If you're under six feet, basically Lisa is saying six, you're not worthy. If you're under That's six, too. Oh, I'm sorry. If you're under six, 2 you're not worthy. And she's a beautiful woman. You're missing out on a beautiful woman. It's not that you're just missing out on a man. Now, remember that. He's missing out on you. A beautiful woman because he's not six. Too <laughs> but
1: it's not necessarily that. I mean, we are designed to come into contact with with who we're supposed oh, to, and it wouldn't. It would be really a waste of both of our time if I knew that going in. And so, one of the other things I've learned is not to waste somebody else's time. You know, time is the one thing we don't get back.
0: You're wrong. Okay, <laughs> now let's move on. <laughs> That is so superficial, but okay. But it's a real thing. A lot of women but, think that way, and then they'll turn around and say, "Well, well where but, are the good men?" I don't know. They're I don't know what this five nine a, guys. A I lot guess, of
1: women guess, get you know. punked out of their their <laughs> worth by being told, "Well, you're just gonna be by yourself." Well, you're being petty and you're being focused on something that don't matter. Well, well, I am not ashamed know. to stand on my beliefs.
0: Well, no, I mean it, it's you know it's, this is kind of leading to my next question, oh, but know. there's nothing wrong with being by yourself. It's just that you're using something that, men we cannot control height. You know we can't control height. No one controls that. And you're using that I'm against
1: not, them. But see, you're and, thinking... And you're,
0: that's such you're a manly thing, thing to do.
1: Negative. You think <laughs> that I'm using something against the man. I'm using something for myself. I'm really trying to operate in the positive and allow myself to to, mm-hmm. to have what I want. You know, a lot of times we don't get what we want because we mm-hmm. never go for it.
0: We. This is why mm-hmm. we're having this discussion this is This is why, because this is highlighting how differently it men and women absolutely. can think men we think logically mm-hmm. with sense and women you Divor- know divorce don't. So is here full of we go men and women <laughs> that's true that's true so i can't I can't argue with you on now one, so your stubbornness <laughs> kind of leads to my next question. <laughs> about independence do you think it's possible that women today specifically black women enjoy their independence so much and that is why they may not be ready to engage in relationships
1: i think what has happened is we have fallen victim to our circumstance i think we've gotten good at being independent and I think most women do want a, par- a partner and I'm talking about sisters in general, but I think that we've, at Ooh. this point in life, we've, we've been through so much and we've seen so much and we've carved out our own niche and made our own situation work for us that, you know, and you'll hear and see sisters say this a lot. We don't want nobody to disturb our peace. Like I finally, you know, am at a place where I accept me for who I am and what I am and what I like. And if bringing another person into my life is going to derail that, that doesn't mean I'm independent, by the way, independent. It just means like there are women who wish they had a man and they're independent because they have to be. But if, you know, if they could, they would, we, you know, be a housewife, be a kept woman, be somebody who doesn't have to, you know, get up at dawn, take the kids to school, do everybody's hair, cook dinner, go to work, be, Put up with BS all day, take the kids to practice, go home, cook dinner, clean the house. You know, we don't want to do that, a lot of us. We want to share that with a helpmate or a partner. Um, an independent woman is like, I got this, you know, <laughs> a partner is can only add to me because if he's taken away, then I don't I don't want to raise a grown ass man. So on that note, you know, our definition of independence is different now. But it speaks to I'm I think what you hear in my tone when we have these conversations is my comfort level with carrying my own water for as long as it takes, you know? And when you carry mm-hmm. your own water, you understand the value of every drip. I think that's the alchemist or that's the point of the alchemist. But yeah, by the dating portion of life, when you've been through enough with these ladies' sons out here, you you just have to ask yourself, you know, risk versus reward. Am I willing to risk my peace of mind for somebody who doesn't fit the bill. And the answer to that is no.
0: I can agree with you on that. But do you think that it's a situation to where you've become so comfortable <laughs> doing things on your own to where you just look at relationships like, okay, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, That's great. I'm used to doing my own thing anyway, and it's not going to be as detrimental to me to not be in a relationship.
1: There's comfort and there's complacency. And no, I don't think like that. In fact, my best friend is probably my. um, She's probably like a a goalpost for me in that uh, just gorgeous, smart, intelligent, beautiful, like everything like flawless. And she just was willing to just wait it out. And if, if a dude never came, he was not coming. But she does end up, you know, crossing paths with the right man at the right time. And it's just a beautiful, wonderful thing to watch happen. Um, and one of the things I admire about my best friend, and this isn't just in men, but this is in life. And this is the story I always tell her. She and I can pull up at the mall. Crystal will have a, a list of what she's mm-hmm. going to get. And if they don't have it, she's walking out empty-handed. If they do have it and it's price crazy, she's walking out empty-handed. If they, you know, she's not compromising. I pull up at the mall and if it's on sale, even if I don't need it, I'm walking out with it because that's my shopping personality. There's a, a part in life, there's a point in life where you have to curate everything and everybody. And to me, that's what an independent woman does. If she weighs every encounter against if it's gonna be in alignment with you know the life she set for herself and when you live that kind of life your partner will find you
0: but if you live that type of life are you even looking for a partner or do you even expect for anyone to pop up to want to be your partner. To
1: be your partner. Do you, is it something you, you even long for? Yeah, um, what you do in that time and what I observed her doing and my other friends that I can think of who are in successful relationships, I might add, is if you work on yourself and you are trying to be the best person you can be, then in return, you should encounter someone who is is same. You know what I mean? Is is in alignment, and so that's so that's where it sounds like when I'm like I don't care. I'll be alone. I don't mean it like you know, forget all men. I mean it like like I'm on a self improvement journey to be the best Lisa I can be, and if this imaginary person and the code word in my my list is uh, a bbsc big baller shot caller if this imaginary if this when big baller shot caller and i cross paths we'll both be headed in the same direction we'll both be ascending you know what i mean like i'm not here for like a flatliner i'm not here for somebody who's like the stock exchange up one day and down the next you know i'm looking for that trajectory that's headed in the same direction that I'm heading. And I know that direction is work because it's a, it's a process. Mm, okay. Yeah. I, but he's got to be six three. Okay. It sounds like I'm talking about a man with money. No, that, that's this is the height part.
0: <laughs> See, I'm, I'm going to be stuck on that been, the whole time we have this been, conversation. Well, you, what just, your listeners don't you just don't know.
1: Is how many times we've had this conversation <laughs> and how much, we both enjoy it because we continue to vet, you know, these thoughts off of one another.
0: I'm just telling you. I think I'm willing to bet more women right. are going to agree with me, we'll but see, that's a different you have a, you have a
1: pretty good following, good. and I watch all the chatter on your Facebook pages and your posts and stuff. So, if sisters, how y'all do? Sisters, how y'all do? It's, the logic. Brothers, it's y'all, logic, brothers. Y'all, it's brothers. Y'all, all right. It's logic. Come on see? over to our page. You
0: know, <laughs> you know as much <laughs> as much stubbornness as you have in, inside of you you have to admit that when a brother makes sense you like that you you gravitate towards a man that makes See, yeah, logical sense right where well, do you go i make sense and i think we could kind of get y'all to ease up on some of that superficial stuff y'all looking for mm. if y'all give us a mm. chance
1: Yes. But that's another... We you know, only get another, what sorry. we ask for in this life.
0: Yeah, I know, I
1: know, I know.
0: Um, mm, here's another you know one for how, you. You know another we don't question.
1: Have 45 minutes, right?
0: <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm going to speed this thing up. I just I just I can't know, get past something you say. That's that Gemini you. you. I that's I that
1: Gemini in you. I'm going to need I'm, you to I'm, let
0: that go. I just won't i to need,
1: need you to, to start <laughs> meditating so that you can visualize
0: Um. I'm going to be at peace with this whole thing at the end of this conversation. I'm gonna be a new man. So I'm good. There you go. There you go. Do you still get butterflies?
1: Yes. It's been a very long time though. It's been a very long time. I don't remember. I'm thinking right now. And you know it's funny because even today I was trying to think when was a when was the last good quality relationship I was in? And I'm really honestly enjoying my singleness right now like single and and not actively mm-hmm. looking single and not um you know not not granting at everybody that's how you doing i um but i was i was in a very i was in a mm-hmm. long-term relationship um when i was in virginia for 10 years and you know some of the qualities that he had are are in the bbsc and my ex-husband you know the qual i didn't come up with this list all willy-nilly i didn't sit up and watch like The Cavaliers play the Sixers and, you know, build a, build a bear. It's really more about, um, qualities and characters that are based on, you know, people that I've gelled with. So yeah, no, but I did, I used to get butterflies. Yes. Do I expect them in the near future? Yeah. I don't think you ever outgrow that, but I, I think what I'm seeking in this next part of the journey is a knowing, you know, uh, an understanding, the you know, this the namaste. You know, the the place of in me recognizes the light. The light in me recognizes the light in you. Like that's what I'm
0: looking for. So, is that a situation where it would have to be? I don't know how to describe this because some yeah, people believe what, in soulmates. You know,
1: at, I, you, at 45 you minutes, mean? we're not going to talk about soulmates and twin flames. That's that's for another conversation <laughs> because. <laughs>
0: Well, I I wasn't going to really go too deep into it, but that person that's going to get the the butterflies going, would that have to have been someone that was a a godsend or your spiritual mate, if if, if that's a such thing, or that, that special person that only one of them or only very few of them existed in this entire world of billions of people. Is it one of those cases where it just It can only be that one. Well, the lore around
1: soulmates and twin flames, which are two totally different things, but you know, connecting with somebody on a spiritual level, the lore around that says you don't get butterflies when you encounter that person because your souls recognize each other, or that missing puzzle piece recognizes you. So a lot of times, the butterflies that we associate with modern day romance and you know, um, the stuff you see in chick flicks that's more that superficial temporal when you talk about superficial it's that that temporal love and so i don't anticipate i like butterflies and i do expect to get them again but i don't think when i encounter this man that that's going to be the initial response um because even in the the conversation in the lexicon about your soulmate and your twin flame these are souls that you were once a, to one and you've been separate and you have been all over the world i guess and you cross paths again and you're supposed to I'm using air quotes here, recognize one another. And so it's supposed to be a different kind of vibe, not butterflies. But butterflies are something that I still like. And I used to get, you know, they're, they're the things that 25-year-olds, you know, are made of. But I'm looking, you yeah, more for uh, that connection beyond the one that can be formed with the eyes. So go go ahead and say it. Go ahead mm. and say it. Mm.
0: Oh. I don't have a word to say. See, we
1: didn't even get to you and your co- <laughs> we didn't even get to you and your coping gonna... mechanisms, and we at forty seven minutes. So I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need See, you okay, in the okay. spirit of transparency to talk a little okay. bit about you and your situations.
0: Well, thanks for bringing that up. That was very uh, considerate. Of you. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it took me. It took me some uh, self reflecting and some self examining. Uh, to realize some issues that I had that I didn't know. But as I learned about depression and what I was dealing with at the time, I also learned some things about the ways I was coping with it. Mm -hmm. And it was all subconscious. Um, I found one of the ways that I was coping with my depression Mm -hmm. was through relationships. And what I mean by that is I was using different women that I would engage Mm -hmm. in relationships in as coping mechanisms because that was my way of dealing with my personal depression Mm -hmm. and my personal problems that I was going through. Like they were somewhat of a distraction, but more of, you know, instead of drinking and, you know, excessive drinking and drug use and gambling or whatever, like some people may do to cope with certain things. I, and and, Mm -hmm. uh, overeating, that was another one I did too as well, <laughs> but that's it. I learned that that was a thing, you know. But with the different uh, relationships, I I think I was using women as that device to pacify myself. And once I was finished, uh, you know, I guess kind of getting out of that particular rut I was in at the time, I would move on. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't plan a future with them, you know. I didn't try to build with them. I didn't try to. Mm. be there for them forever and Mm. we're going to live this life and grow together they were there Mm. for a certain purpose at that time and i didn't cheat on them i didn't treat them bad (laughs) or abuse them or anything like that we communicate well i don't do that you know we communicated well we you know we got along for the most part it was just that at the time that's what i needed them for and once once that time was done i was ready to move on and i know that's a selfish thing to do now I realize it at the time I didn't know I didn't know that you know that's what I was doing it was all in the subconscious so I think some of us may be guilty of that type of behavior you know we use different people for different reasons not realizing that we're doing it but when we can't stay focused on one and we can't you know get into the point to where we want to build with them I think that might be part of the reason like we're dealing with this dysfunctional thing that we're Mm -hmm. used to. And this is the way we deal with it. We get into Mm -hmm. these relationships all quick and willy nilly and we don't think about what it takes to build on the relationship. Mm. We just want to be in the relationship or at least I,
1: you know, you kind of proven my point.
0: I, well, I am, but I'm being honest. I'm I mean, you I think, think you're petty. still stubborn you petty, yeah. as a woman. You know, petty, yeah, you yeah, petty and all that, yeah. But I will admit myself, I've done some things that I'm not proud of in terms of making people think that I want more from them than I did. I, again, I didn't realize mm-hmm. it at the time that I was doing it, but, you know, that's what I was doing. And so I think that kind of plays into, uh, you know, when... Men, we get tagged with that stereotypical, uh, we have a fear of mm-hmm. commitment and things of that nature. Maybe there's some element of the whole, you know, uh, coping mechanism, temporary fix type thing that plays into that for some men. Maybe. I know in my case, that was a factor, and I never could commit because I knew deep down inside I wasn't going to be with this woman
1: mm-hmm.
0: as long as she thinks I will. Right. And I should have been honest, but I wasn't because of of, I just at the time, hey, I was sick. (laughs) That's what it was. I don't I don't want to make it, you know, light. I don't want to make light of it, Mm -hmm. but you know, it is what it is. And I I think a lot of us we 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 don't know or at least we 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 lack the understanding of what it takes to really build because we're so busy trying to patch up
1: connection where there isn't one. and I think that what happens as, with sisters oh, especially uh, is, and you, you, we'll hear other women in our lives say, girl, he's a good enough man. And the whole t- the whole time he's he's slaying his own dragons and fighting his own demons. And that's how many of us ended up in relationships that didn't pan out where we, you know, we did compromise on our belief system and we didn't, you know, hold ourselves accountable for a specific criteria. We were just happy to have, half a man. And so when I mean half a man, I don't necessarily mean physically, I mean, emotionally and spiritually, you know, we, um, and, and I don't, it's funny that at this age, I'm in less of a hurry, you know, than back in the day when you would like, you know, everybody wanted to be Claire Huxtable when they grew up and everybody wanted their, you know, the, the things they wanted to the point where a woman could find herself with a man, who was still struggling with whatever demons he was slaying at least you're honest enough now to recognize and call it what it was but you know we we encounter our men because depression is isn't as um, discussed mental health and now is what we call it in our community but you know our men it manifests in different ways it might be drinking it might be abusive situations it might be hoeing you know a lot of guys will be in a relationship but have two or three women on the side and not realize that that's a manifestation of something else, you know? Um, and so I think right. that part of my stubbornness comes from I don't deserve anything less. I'm, I don't deserve to, you know, give somebody a chance to, who's not whole himself. You know what I mean? Um, and now... And nowadays, you know, we've all evolved, we're grown now. We're like, oh, I was stupid, I was childish, I was immature, I've grown through that. And I think that a lot of times it's still like this burden on women, especially black women, to just, you know, take, take what you can get. And I think that we don't have to take what we can get. I believe we can get what we ask for. Plain and simple
0: yeah i i okay i'm i'm with you i'm with you there <laughs> but i still think that <laughs> i still think there there's a such thing as okay perfection to me real doesn't women aren't
1: perfect not okay.
0: so if you there you go So if you have this long list, and again, I don't know what's on your list. I don't know how long it is. Mm
1: -hmm. But it's
0: like taking a test, okay? Right. You've got 10 questions on the test. If you miss one, you still pass. So this this Mm -hmm. unreasonable standard of having to hit every yes, single yes, mark. Am and I going then, back to the same subject um, again? We're almost I mean, I, at an hour. I cannot get past an hour.
1: And, and I do, <laughs> I do. understand I I, how I, my decision I, sounds I, to people. And I probably... Don't say it out loud enough. Like I know friends of mine who are gonna hear this and be like, girl, what list? Where is it? Like, I'm gonna have to answer questions. But I I I wholeheartedly uh-huh. am confident in my decision. And it's based on, you know, my life experiences. And it's based on the fact that I really am through shortchanging myself because that's really what ends up happening. We shortchange ourselves and we wonder why then mm-hmm. every relationship story we have we tell has a common thread and we don't realize that we are the writers we're the authors you know of our story we're not just an actress in it you know we're the, ter- the director the producer and the writer you know and the actress but sometimes we just like let the chips fall where they may and take whatever blows our way and I don't know that that's how I'm trying to spend the second half of my life in fact I know it's not how I'm trying to spend the second half of my life. I know you are. I know. I'm gonna do.
0: respect your position. Okay. I'm gonna move I'm gonna move Point forward on. from it once and for all. I'm not gonna bring it up again. I'm gonna move. We would I'm never talk act like that was the it, it doesn't and bother I me. Miss, okay? I would
1: miss our conversations. So, <laughs> so
0: no, sir. <laughs> I know the time is counting up. I know the time is passing. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna hit you with one more serious one though. Okay, okay? big 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 time serious question right here especially in our community, this is the thing. Where do you think toxic Toxic masculinity comes Toxic
1: masculinity is a concept created by the originators of all toxic engagement whatsoever. I don't subscribe to it as a construct. I'm not really down with all these new phenomenon terms. In fact, toxic has got to be the most overused word uh, of these past couple years. So I I do consider myself, I was raised by a chauvinist. My dad is in the Nation of Islam and he has very traditional gender role expectations. Um, But they also overeducated me. And so I, I do believe in the equality of the genders. I don't think that how people are explaining toxic masculinity does it justice. And that's why I don't subscribe to it. It's a lot like but not exactly systematic racism in that it's been going on for so long. And it's a part of the fabric of who we are that we've just started calling it out for, for, for stupid reasons, you know, toxic masculinity at its origin, you know, when women couldn't vote, when wives were property, when a woman was told she had, she wasn't a woman, if she didn't have a man, you know, all those things that happened way before toxic masculinity was a term are, are um, mm-hmm. are more important than you know the, the the wage gap, the fact that women make you know 30 to 40 cents less on every dollar than a man. like those are bigger issues to me than um, this this newfound term. So I really think that in our community, there are so many other things, and I even remember um, Dr. Maulana Karenga is the man who's, in, who's responsible for bringing us kwanzaa. He was a professor where I went to school undergrad, and I remember that he used to walk around campus with this big old entourage. He looked like CeeLo Green. He's a little short, bald-headed man with these big old glasses. Yeah, oh, yeah, he does. Uh, exactly. And I remember like that his now, yeah. and his daughters yeah. and like some mm-hmm. of his other little, I don't want to call them flunkies because that's not the right word, but his entourage. You know, and they they pr- practiced a bunch of traditional gender roles as mm-hmm. far as, you know, where the women walked and where they sat and all this stuff. And I remember thinking that whatever is working yeah. in somebody's partnership and coexistence is not for me to to pass judgment on um, because there's so much we don't understand. I just think that in the Black community, because the Black woman has been carrying so much of the weight um, it feels like that's just not a good conversation for us to have because we have to be honest about why we carry all the weight. And this is definitely like, you know, there's a reason that black women have access to higher education at disproportionately higher rates than black men. There's a reason why black women have um, even black women who aren't educated, you know, when um, welfare and housing became available, a woman couldn't live with her husband and receive housing or federal assistance like the 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 systems that were put in place to destroy the black family before we were born are carry more weight to me than this term toxic masculinity. I don't even use it and I you know I work I grew up where if a boy acted effeminate we called him a sissy, you know? And so I grew up, you know, even now I have the hardest time with um, people who are non-binary and they, you know, they'll tell you I'm, I'm her, she, hers and her, you know, all that stuff. Like, I haven't caught up to that because I'm at this point in my life and in my age where our community as a whole is more important than these labels and these tags and stuff. So I really don't mess with toxic mess. Now, you won't hear me say it. So I need to understand where that came from for you.
0: Well, I, I have my, I, I agree with you on much of what you said about it. I have my um, hypothesis or my guesses on where I think it comes from and why we have it. Because I personally uh, truly believe that terms like that are used and created to further break down the black community, further break down the black family, because what it does, it pits men against women. And when you have that divide and that division, you can't have cohesiveness, you can't have black unity because we can't even get the mother to stay with the father. We, you know, we're coming up with all these reasons as to why we're trying to separate and divide. So toxic masculinity to me, I believe is a mm-hmm. term that was created to further divide us. It's one of those things where we want to blame the black woman for everything. We want to blame the black woman because our communities uh-huh. are broken down. And I know some brothers personally, okay? I, I consider myself a conscious brother, but I know some brothers personally that lay all the blame on the breakdown mm-hmm. of the black community but how, how on does single black woman, women. how
1: does the black woman end up single?
0: And we want to, <laughs> we don't, see, that's the thing. They don't want to go that far back. <laughs> they just want to address it from she's a single black woman, that's the problem. And, we, you know, if we're going to really be honest about this whole thing, again, I'm just throwing out my logic, or I'll take it back. I won't even say logic. I'm just throwing out my opinion about what I think is the problem. In mm-hmm. um, the 60s, mm-hmm. I think, is where it officially started or originally started. We, even throughout slavery, sure. black families stayed together the worst period of time in our history, we stayed together mm-hmm. until about the 1960s and that era. And so many social reasons as to why, but once the black father is removed, uh, leaves, he's gone, whatever the case may be, now you're leaving a mother to have to wear the different hats. And that's putting a lot of pressure on her. Now, Why the man is gone, we could debate the different reasons as to why. But because he's gone, how is it fair to blame the breakdown itself on the woman? I never understood why we did that. It was almost like, man, a lot of guys, they don't want to own up to things. They don't want to be held accountable for what they did or didn't do. So it's easier to blame a black mother because, after all, she's the one that's with the child the majority of the time. So she's going to get the brunt of the blame as to why that child well, isn't behaving in well, a certain manner. Well,
1: toxic masculinity and when you're, is also mm-hmm, this thing where boys aren't emotional and aren't in touch with their feelings and girls are. And so the things that, boys don't cry basically, you know, is part of toxic masculinity. And boys don't, especially our boys, don't, have, don't get to talk to nobody. You know, they either fighting or they're playing a sport or they're expressing their their issues differently and so that creates a culture of just you know keeping it all on the inside and it manifests itself you know in different ways and really and truly I feel like and I'm trying to think uh Spike Lee had this movie what was it called Chirac where the concept was if girls stopped having sex with boys until the violence ended the violence would end it was a cute little concept but what I think it why I think it comes into play Mm -hmm. with this conversation is that there's this belief system that if we as women didn't reinforce that behavior in our men, they wouldn't display it. And I don't believe that. I do believe though that our men need to step up, that it's easy for us to blame the black woman for the issues with our community. But the truth is we weren't supposed to carry this load alone, you know, and, um, but we raised the sons who turn into the absentee fathers because they're dead. It's, it's a cycle. It's cyclical. Um, and it's, it's really, Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's counterintuitive for Black men to to think that the problems in the Black community are the, the Black mother and her attempts to stitch it together. Because we just don't know what we don't know. And we didn't know. My mother's mother didn't know as much as my mother about Things, you know, she big mama had sense. Like the things she knew couldn't be taught in no book. But right. you know, the things that each generation right. gets to build on, whether it's through education or experiences or just opportunities, you know, ideally we each have more opportunities than our predecessors. You know, I'm my grandmother's mother was a slave, you know what I mean? Right. And so my grandmother and my grandfather left the South. Uh, sharecroppers is what her mother was a, sh- a sharecropper they leave the south and they work their way across the country to come out here mm-hmm. but she didn't have an education neither did her husband but they sent all their kids to school and so my mom and all her siblings go to college and so all their kids you know what I mean it's supposed to build and so but the concept of toxic masculinity right. overlooks systematic racism in the black community and our men ha- have you know a lot of weight on their shoulders I think though as a woman, I, I felt like I had weight on my shoulders too, and I just toughed it out. And I don't understand why men can't do the same.
0: Like, well, that's true. I, I can't argue with you on that one. I really can't. I mean, we we should be actually the leaders of of uh, how to come up with ideas to persevere and to to make it through. Because I think a lot of times, as as uh, uh, you know, black oh, people yes. in this country. We're such a resilient people that sometimes that can play against us. You know, you're right. Absolutely. And sometimes that plays against us because, you know, we've been through so much. The next thing comes up, we just take it, deal with it and move on. But we're not really dealing with it. We're just, you know, kind of learning to live with it without actually solving it, addressing the problem and solving it. So I think that plays a part in it as well. We're so resilient. Mm We just find a way to just toughen up and man up, which plays into the whole why we can't express our emotions thing. We're always mm-hmm. taught to just be a man, man up, stop that crying, hold mm-hmm. your shoulders up, look, you know, look straight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we don't know how to process our emotions correctly. So once we start breaking down and doing it the wrong way, now it's a toxic thing. And, uh, and you know, now we're yeah. getting blamed for that. So like you said, it's a cycle. But I think at some point we have to recognize it and address it and actually solve it rather than just live with it and deal with it. Because we're not going to get anywhere just putting Band-Aids on everything all the time.
1: um, As a collective, you know, there are certain members of our community who do have that opportunity to process their traumas and work through their issues. But most of us are living. We're surviving. We're not thriving. And so it's not until you can get to a place, a plateau where you can stop and catch your breath and look at how far up the mountain you've climbed and look at how much further up the mountain you still have to go. We, we are looking straight ahead. We can't look back. We can't look to the side. We can't look front or back. And our men are falling at our feet. And as a black woman, I'm I'm really about to wrap this up because I'm looking at the time, but I'm going to just say this as a black woman. And we're both on that climb. We start that climb together. The black woman and the black man We're going up the Hill, but, there are more Mm -hmm. obstacles in front of our men than in front of us. And we still, for the most part, are holding our men down. We're still saying, you know, if he's not a brother, he's, you know, I'm just going to be okay with that. I'm going to just be solo. But the other thing is that um, we realize for those of us who ascend that the thinner the air gets, the fewer of our male counterparts we see, you know, that, When I'm I'm in elementary school, middle school, you know, it's 50-50s. Many boys as girls. I'm fighting with most of them because I'm a tomboy growing up. I get to high school. You know, we start going to different classes. I might not see them, you know, in the higher level math classes or, you know, in the classes that I've been slated to take because the public education system at that time was tracking. So I get to college. Now there's even less brothers and the ones that are there are what I like to call bubble brothers. They've been protected. You know what I mean? They're, 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 somebody kept them in a bubble to get them to that point. Right. And they might not have the traditional characteristics of the boys I grew up with, you know? And so th- it just keeps going. Like the, 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 oh, totally the water agree. gets shallow. Well, I'm sorry, the water gets deeper, but the opportunities for like a helpmate on your same level become fewer and fewer and then so to throw in toxic masculinity and not recognize you know the contributing factors you know the whole boys don't cry and be a man and stick your chest out and you know put rub your knee off if you hurt you know my dad didn't have a son until I was almost 10 years old I was like eight so when you keep telling me I sound like a man I know what that means because I was raised to to be tough you know my dad my dad my dad didn't raise no punks and yeah, it makes sense. he was but he had he he <laughs> had all girls <laughs> until my brother sense. came along. <laughs> So if you could just yeah <laughs> and my daddy raised no punks. So understand that, that I sense. can't even sit across a table from one. You know what I'm saying? Oh did did
0: right 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 oh now, totally now that we're at the open
1: it. table it all adds and I up now. full circle <laughs> you can understand where the, the origin of <laughs> it is and that's all for another day I feel like this has been a good entry-level dialogue I'm excited about what your listeners will take away from this um and I'm I'm open I, I feel like I'm always right but I always love a good hearty I've only been wrong once and I'm still not sure about that one but I think that (laughs) what the open table allows is a chance (laughs) to just have a safe space to dialogue about this stuff
0: absolutely absolutely and I do appreciate you uh, having a little fun with me on the discussion that is but I appreciate you dialoguing with me because it's always important to Get both sides to get the, the the perspective from our side as men, to get the perspective from your side as women to kind of understand somewhat of where we're coming from because we're not going to get it all. I'm still let, not going go, to right? go. understand where you're coming from. Let it go. You're not going to understand where <laughs> you're not going to understand. You're not going to understand where I'm coming from with the logic. So it's just what it is. Is that's just what it is. Now I'm gonna let you go. All right, but I got three quick ones. Yes or no. Okay, uh, would do for each of these I'm, i got three last questions for you yes or no okay that's the answer you aim. got to opine just give me the yes or no all right yes all right do women use sex as a weapon yes or no damn that's so unfair yes okay do you believe in gender roles who do you believe should be the lead
1: whoever in the, the household
0: longest. man or woman
1: you told me not to expound. So. Strongest mentally, and that physically. Wasn't, well. That wasn't a yes or no question either.
0: <laughs> see, a- now see, I, <laughs> it was it was very simple. It was a very well. It wasn't a yes or no. You're right, but a hey, one word answer that would have done, and you didn't want to do there, so, so I, I got it. I'm gonna let you stop squirming. I'm gonna let you off the so. hook.
1: Oh. What you need, what your listeners need to know, is that we <laughs> so average. So that's where five you're coming. conversation, from my whenever we talk. So to me, an hour and fifteen minutes is is light work.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I have I done my best to try to cut it down, well, but that
1: was very. This is the
0: best I can do. <laughs> well. Once again, I appreciate you for stopping by and sitting down with me and having this talk with me. I think it's going to do some good for some people listening. Hopefully they enjoyed the podcast. I enjoyed uh, talking with you always.
1: less of my opinion, besides and deep dives, it's mostly about music. I don't go down all these streets Akeem took me down today. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she's right she's right i'm a big fan of the show myself so definitely check it was out.
1: my pleasure thank bro. you so
0: much again lisa i really do appreciate that yeah i
1: know you do all right we're gonna do it and again sometime it, soon I but i still
0: answers. got some questions now <laughs> right. they're
1: always right they're always i'm sure right. you
0: do they may not be the right ones but you have got a it.
1: good one not my <laughs> steak
0: thank you baby much love all right now <laughs> absolutely Thank you so much for listening, you guys. And uh, as usual, if you have any comments or questions about the episode, just leave them in my, uh, my my group page, Akeen's Open Talk. Thank you so much, and I'll see y'all down the line. Thank you for listening to Akeen's Open Talk. Now, if you would like to leave a comment or two, or if you have any questions, or even an idea for a topic for a future episode, please look up my Facebook group on Facebook and join. Now it's under Ikeen's Open Talk. I will accept you and then you will be able to contribute. Thank you.